desperate for changing, starving for truth. I'm closer to where I started, I'm chasing after you. I'm falling even more in love with you, letting go of all I've held on to. I'm standing here until you make me. Uh, welcome to uh, the West Coast podcast here with Nick Garvin. I got my special guest, Nick Stover, in the studio. Today we're going to be going over the MPG C series that was out at Prim this last weekend that Shamrocks hosted. This is round eight of the round 10 series. Uh, we're getting a little bit late into the year doing this, but unfortunately, obviously, I'm hurt. And I got to find something to do, dude. I'm not racing dirt bikes right now. I'm washing cars, but I need some dirt bikes in my life. And if there's someone else out there in the world that loves dirt bikes as much as I do, it's for you, Nick Stover. Sure, it could be. It <laughs> could be. I, I don't know. It's, I, uh, I, I do what I can to keep up with you, but sometimes it's tough. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Well, I, hey, right now is a good time, buddy. Yeah, no, it's, uh, right now is... Uh, you know, you're, you're off the bike, which means I, I get to claim to be the fastest Nick. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is very true, huh? <laughs> right on. Well, hey, let's uh, let's jump right into this. Um, I'm really excited to get this off. First of all, um, it's been a what pretty uh, pretty long year for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we're what 10, 10 months in now, um, eight rounds down. But yeah, the the year itself, it's um, Racing wise has been uh, really fun. Uh, a lot of back and forth, and um, you know, the, the the boys are bringing it. So it's uh, it's been fun though. Um, it's been fun watching 
watching everybody struggle and grow and um, learn from from what's been going on and you know improve and make themselves better as off-road riders. Right. And if you want to just give us a quick brief, I mean, who do you guys have on the Kilmartin uh, Three Brothers team? So this year uh, we've got uh, Colt Neck, Shane Logan, uh, Lauren Woods, uh, Brandon Gravely, Jared Smith, Hayden Hines, and uh, for select events, um, the Blueberry Rider, Trevor uh, Trevor Hunter. <laughs> the Blueberry Rider. I like it. I like it. Hey, you guys have one of the biggest teams, that's for sure. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot of upkeep. Uh, you're not only a racer, though. You've kind of gone into the race manager side of things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> somebody along the way decided that I was no longer fast enough to uh, to to help out just on the riding side. So I get to help everybody else out, too. And uh, um, that makes uh, somehow makes me valuable to somebody out there. Uh, well, John Kilmartin finds you valuable. Valuable, I, I, I assume. So I, I'm, I'm guessing so. He hasn't fired me yet. So <laughs> yeah, keyword. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Every day is a new day. So we'll see. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, that's good to hear. So, uh, so anyways, uh, well, let's jump into it. Um, this weekend, uh, let's see there, there, the West Coast series, the national series. It's roughly an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, hour and a half minimum for the, uh, and then the checkered flag. Uh, is thrown when the leader comes around after an hour and a half. Right. It's up to discretion, I believe, right? Um, no, I believe the rule is an hour and a half minimum. So, like, this weekend it was an hour 35 before uh, Cole made it around. Um, so, if he had made it around an hour 29, he would have gotten one more lap, about 10-minute lap time. So, he would have been right, right at that hour 39, hour, hour 30. 40. So, right. um, they're, they're uh, hour 30 minimum plus a little extra depending on where that lap time falls where it's falling right so there's uh roughly like so works is about two hours if i'm not mistaken right uh yes i i believe um it depends because their double headers are i believe an hour and a half okay and their standalone events are uh two hours and i believe the checkered flag flies at two hours regardless of who's coming through right um so again the the leaders could be two two oh one, but it's it's two hour minimum. Right. And and most of these guys, hey, race bowl series, I mean obviously there's two GP style off road racing series on the West Coast and that's works and big six that are I guess that hold a bigger significance. I mean obviously you have your smaller SRAs and whatnot, mm-hmm. but SRA is a great series to race, especially for these races. But uh, so this weekend we had a we had a I think to me is a little bit of a shocking winner. Uh, Cole Martinez, I mean, obviously he's been coming on really strong the last few races. I think six days was like a huge thing for him. I mean, after six days he came back and he just seemed to like come back with some more fire under his ass. And he's been he's been racing really well. But I mean, this race he dominated, not dominated, but he led every lap. Um, and he kept it close, obviously, with Trevor Stewart and Dante getting third. But Let's talk a little bit about Cole. I mean, this is how this has got to be one of the biggest uh, accomplishes accomplishments for him quite yet. Yeah, well, I mean, he he rode really really well at Glen Helen. Um, again, a- after getting back from six days, um, went out there, led it again. Or him and Trevor got out in front, and right. uh, Cole ended up passing him halfway or so, and then uh, didn't walk away with it, but led from there on out. And then yeah, this this uh, weekend was definitely a, a dominant performance from him. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't able to, to watch the race as I was racing as well, um, right. but I was having some uh, some fuel pump problems, so I was kind of cruising around the track and got to got to see him go by a couple times. And um, from uh, from the on track perspective, it looked like uh, Dante was pushing real hard in the center there. I believe he closed the time up, and then uh, yeah, Cole uh, Cole sur- weathered the storm and uh, made it to the end there. Yeah, because. Uh, it appears that Dante here on, I think it's lap seven, he went into second there. And I mean, these guys, these guys are separated. Top three are separated by about 45 seconds. Yeah, no, they they were on each other very close. And um, it was uh, it was real impressive uh, watching how close they were and then uh, seeing the different line choices and just the different riding styles right. and where like certain areas uh, – each one excelled, um, like Dante going through the uh, some of the sand corners was just an animal. Where <laughs> the other guys seemed like they were uh, kind of reserving themselves for other parts of the track. Right. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it, it was really fun to watch. 
at least what I could see on the track there. Right. And um, from what I heard in the pits, it was really fun. I mean, I mean, how are we going on a limb here? I want to say Dante is one of the better sand riders, uh, I believe, on our on our coast. I mean, from uh, from the results, you know, Havasu, um, him and Taylor go at it every time they're there. Mesquite, um, Mesquite he, you know, him and Taylor again up at the the front. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how Blythe goes, but I believe he was second last year at Blythe for works, so it'll be... Uh, right, this year, uh, too. Uh, yeah, that's right. This um, year, too, yeah. Yeah, so it, I, I I would agree that he's uh, he's one of the top sand riders as far on the, the West Coast here, but uh, yeah, um, the everybody else is starting to pick it up, Trevor and uh, Cole uh, especially. Which which I do want to to you know little illustrate on Trevor a little bit. I mean he new bike this year for him. Uh, not really any big sponsors. I mean obviously he has a fast house deal and I think they're helping him out quite a bit. But mm-hmm. for him this is his first his venture off kind of by himself on a on his own team, right? I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean they they kind of did their own thing when he was coming up on the two fifties. Um, right. I mean he he's coming from JCR Honda is what I'm saying. He right. got that yeah. ride. He won his two championships, mm-hmm. and now he's riding. It's, yeah, it's definitely a different pace over there from right. or a different structure than what he has uh, been accustomed to. But I think it's worked out for him this year. Kind of let him mentally reset and kind of go back after the uh, you know, the. Right. Kind, of, kind of find why he he's doing this and found his love for the sport again and uh, you know, I, I have some inside information and so the but next year it should be real good for Trevor yeah it's good well we'll have to have a little episode on that later in the year when we get things closed up and finalized but right. no that's good to hear that he's sounds like he's gonna get some be- you know more help next year I know you know speaking as a racer myself, it's tough to go out there, give it everything you have when you come home and you're the guy working on your bike. You're the guy tearing it down. You're the guy, you know, fueling up the gas tanks, the whole thing. I mean, kudos to Trevor. He's a talented, talented racer. And I'm sure this second, I mean, he only lost by what it looks like 10 seconds. But I mean, at one point they came in uh, two seconds apart. So, I mean, this has got to be a really good uh, confidence booster going into round nine and 10. Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to him and Brad um, uh, earlier on Saturday, and they were real excited for the weekend, real excited for the end of the year. So um, I, I would imagine them, uh, you know, Trevor finishing on, uh, at least finishing strong this year. And I think he's sitting third in points. So uh, yeah, he is sitting third in points. He's a little ways down from Cole. And obviously Dante kind of just needs to wrap this up because he's uh, he's well on his way to another national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, kudos to Dante for sure. Um, let's jump over to the Pro 250s. Uh, just to round out the top five, we have Dal- Dal- uh, Dalton Shirey, uh, Three Bros, Husky, uh, Hatch Racing, Zip Tie, and then uh, Giacomo Redondi. Gas Gas uh, Racing Team, or is he Kill Martin Gas no, Gas? Not not till next year. Not till next year. Yeah, so next, he's Gas Gas. Yeah, Gas Gas this year, and then uh, we we get the opportunity to help him out next year, and so that'll that'll be really fun. Giacomo's a uh, a really good guy and a very talented rider, and so we're real excited for it. Well, we'll touch on that in a second. I have a few questions to ask you towards the end, so we can get this next year on, on the rolling because we only got two and a half months until we're already into 2022 oh, oh we we know we're uh we're feeling the crunch on our end so uh, <laughs> i'm sure you are well, i'm sure the shortage of dirt bikes isn't really helping your case what are you talking about they're all over the place <laughs> yeah dirt bikes growing on trees <laughs> all right well let's get to that fast pacing 250 class uh first and foremost nick we were the experimental uh 250 class before they made this the pro 250 class yeah we had the uh it was 250 expert there for a while that we raced in um and then they had a 250 AA class right and then they finally made it a um a paying pro Pro class class, and called it called it a pro class at that point but yeah um you you uh, myself and you have uh had the opportunity to race kind of the evolution of the 250 class and uh watch it grow into what it has become and um, I, I'd like to say we had a huge part in that, you know, just uh, yeah. between good looks and speed, that's, uh, that's what <laughs> it turned into. It was definitely the good looks that won that one, that's for sure. But, um, 
this class has is became become actually I want to say a little bit uh, just as just as popular as the pro class. I mean, the rides in this class are just as significant as they are in the pro class these days. Yes, yeah, and there, there's uh, it's actually a bigger class. I believe the there was uh, fourteen or fifteen riders on the line. Ah, um, uh, seventeen. Seventeen? Huh? That was wrong. But yeah, um, it's it's a bigger class. Uh, numbers wise, right, and it's a it's a you know the the guys that are riding are um, they're ridiculously talented. I mean, what was it? Chance Hymas was second overall at Works, right? Um, you know, there's been uh, I think Mateo was running third overall at Havasu for uh, the last two times that they went there. Um, I haven't seen adjusted lap times for uh, for these guys, but. You know, they they caught up to fifth overall pro, um, and were 10, 15 seconds off of uh, Giacomo there for this race, and you know, the, and he was a minute and a half <laughs> off of the the lead. So you know, on on two fifties, they're running very similar lap times to what that that top five group is on four fifties. I mean, these guys are. Let's see, let's see. Cole is running about nine thirties. Uh, I, I mean. Colton ran, or I mean, I should say, uh, Mateo and Colton were running 930s as well. I mean, these guys are going just as fast as the pros. I mean, I, I know uh, Cole obviously got it down to like the 218s being one of his faster laps. But, I mean, these these Pro 250 guys are going fast, and it's, it's you can't slack anymore. This is a hard-charging class, and uh, obviously... Colton and Mateo had probably, I want to say, one of the best races of the year. I mean, they were separated by almost a second to two seconds as far as six seconds one lap. But they finished at <laughs> they finished literally a second apart. Mm -hmm. And the transponder reader actually is reading Mateo being... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Their transponder reading, obviously, Colton the fastest, Mateo second. But Mateo and Colton literally flip-flop lap times the whole race. And this has got to be exciting, obviously for the Kilmartin guys. Yeah. You being the te you know the team oh. manager and whatnot, and Colton, Colton's you know started off the year a little shaky, but he he's progressed and now he's kind of becoming an off road racer. Yeah, and that's that's the thing for us. We knew this was going to be a building year for Colton because he hasn't done the full series. He's done he did three races last year, and I believe two of them were at Glen Helen, so they were very familiar tracks to what he had. Yeah, Everybody knows Glen Helen, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, uh, there's been a couple eye openers for him. Um, Twenty M Palms probably the biggest one for him. He was uh, what's uh, what sixth gear? Well, he he had uh, he didn't realize the bike had sixth gear. Oh um, boy! And oh, uh, we're gonna just decline that. Um, yeah, so he didn't realize it had six gears, but uh, yeah, so. Um, gearing the bike up and then holding it, you know, six gear wide was, uh, it, it was eye opening for him, but, um, you know, learned a lot from it and he's, he's finding what his weaknesses are coming from a moto background into off-road. Um, and he's working on it. So, you know, we, we've got him, uh, practicing K rails now. Um, <laughs> so he's, uh, he, he's able to clean K rails without putting a foot down. Um, I've seen it on video. I don't know if that's going to be released to the public. Um, but, uh, you know, doing rock sections, doing doing stuff that's out of his uh, traditional comfort zone. His element a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Well, hey, that's, that's good for him. Um, I'm really happy for you guys, obviously, to see him put this together. Uh, you guys, you know, you guys have raced the Endurance Series with him this year, and I think that's helping him out a lot because you're on the bike a lot longer. You're pushing, getting off and pushing a lot more when you're tired, mm -hmm. and that just only builds a character for him. And he's obviously got – he has what it takes. His background shows what it – you know, yeah. he's got what it takes. So kudos to him and kudos to uh, Mateo who got um, second today – or second yesterday. In the, he's part of the RPM KTM team, right? Mm -hmm. And is that still ran by Mike – Hubert, I believe his I name is. So, yeah. yeah, so that good for them. Um, Mateo, he's been on a rip, and I believe he's not leading this series, but he's leading the work series. Correct. Yeah, I believe he has a. It's a uh, a smaller lead than what it was before he uh, hurt his sternum. Right. But yeah, he's a. He, I think I believe he's still leading there. 
Um, down a few points here at the NGPC series, but still putting in good results. Still, still leading, still leading that. Um, you want to hand me that real quick, so just to make sure we're still. Here, I, I got, I got the magic, uh, magic camera here. All right, so I'll talk about our third place guy here, uh, Mason Ottisberg, who came in at third place, uh, third pro two fifty. Uh, oh, it's still going. It's still going. All right, cool. Well, that's good to see. Well, then we're good. Cause I was worried about that phone call. Uh, so Mason Osberg, uh, Pervine's uh, racing team, I'm not sure that they are sponsored by Yamaha. I believe Ron has his own deal with the dealership, correct? Uh, correct. Right. That I know of, yes. Yeah. And I, I hope that Yamaha starts to see the see what we have going on here on the West Coast because, I mean, this, this series is only getting bigger. Works is only getting bigger. I mean... Yamaha needs to get in depth with off-road racing, and I think uh, Pervines is a leading way for that, for for sure. Um, yeah, I mean there there are two Yamaha teams. Um, oh, yeah, the Tedester. You have Tedester, and you have uh, Pervines. And, Sorry, Dallas. Yeah, Oof, Scott. Yeah, Jeez. Uncle per Uncle Perky's going to be very disappointed in you. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be really nice to see uh, Yamaha get get involved with uh, or get more or more involved with off-road. Right and. Um, yeah, I, I would, you know, especially with them coming out with the X models, which are pretty much geared towards West Coast racing. Right. Um, you know, they're, they're East Coast 2 to an extent, but they have uh, the 18-inch wheel, the larger gas tanks, all, all the stuff that we need for desert or um, desert-type racing. Racing, right. To where, that we have out here. And so I I would I'd be looking for them next year to... to Help out a little bit more, huh. and uh, see what what we got. I wonder what he's gonna say. He's probably gonna light me up like a Christmas tree right he, now. He's for... saying you ain't got, you don't have any sound. So oh, we don't have any sound. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, you want to check on that for me? How do you want me to check on that for you? Uh just go up there and see if they got any sound because I might have hit the mute button on accident. My bad. Um. Anyways, uh, so I'm just going to read off uh, the top 10 real quick of this weekend's race. Um, these guys did a good job. Uh, I know the Shamrocks in the past have had some dusty races. Uh, Nick can probably reiterate that for us. But uh, the top 10 was Cole Martinez, Trevor Stewart, Dante, uh, Oliviera, Dalton Shirey, Giacomo Rodondi, Cole Knack, Matteo Oliveira, Justin Hoff, who I want to touch bases mm -hmm. on real quick. Uh, Austin Serpo, good ride to Austin there. Mason Ottisberg, and just missing the top 10, Clay Hengeveld. Clay, I know you're riding the 450, and hopefully we get you up on that 250, or back on the 250, but I think you're going, I think you're going 450 next year, which might be, the, might be a good step for him. I think he'll be pretty good on that 450. That was what I had heard, and right. uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, Clay's had a lot of time on the 250 to... You know, reflect on it and um, hone his skills, and I think the the 450 um, just his riding style suits him a little bit better. Right, um, seems to be kind of one of the the riders that's a little bit smoother, a little bit easier on the bikes. Which 250s you gotta you gotta try and kill him to go fast. So jeez, the wheeze. Well, uh, so it was holiday week or it was a Halloween weekend out there at the races, and uh, is it is it are we on now? Uh, you still don't have sound apparently. Oh uh, well. Oh, well, I guess we're kind of screwed on sound. We'll have to figure that one out. I'm not so sure what's going on you, there. You guys get to look at us, but you can't hear us, so <laughs> you'll have to listen later. All right. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Make sure you guys tune in. Um, they can't hear you. It doesn't help to no, tell them. No, I'm telling the, the people that are already that are listening, actually listening. Already listening? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm telling them to tune in for next week because we're going to have another episode for next week. Hopefully, we'll have our volume sorted out by then, Nick. Mm -hmm. So see how we uh, we do those things. I, I see what you're doing. Just... <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I, I actually so we had some other classes that were going on this weekend, and uh, I think one of the biggest race we uh, races of the weekend is the vet pro class. Well, yeah, there's there's a couple guys in there. You know, the the vet uh, vet lightweight pro class. It's stacked. Um, just full class. A whole one full guy. Full class, man. Whole but, one guy. Uh, yeah, ar arguably. The, the fastest guy though because he's just racking up wins yes he's just just saying he, he is uh oh, i'm getting tech i'm getting bombarded with uh there's no sound on your video i'm sorry guys so um 
Robbie Bill and Justin Seeds have had this thing going on for like a whole like year. Right. Uh, you can grab that if you want. Works. To do what? All right. Works included, uh, but let's stick stick to the MPGC. What if we unplug her? If if they're if they ain't talking crap on each other during the week right. and they're not you know uh, memeing each other out or doing something funny with these group chats, I think I think this is probably one of the coolest things. Uh, obviously, Robbie and Justin go way back. Justin being a part of the uh, original original Kawasaki PC team and. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on here with this. Dude, you're over here just breaking everything. Uh, you know, that's normal for me. I, I, uh, I tend to break a lot of things. Um, see what's up with this microphone. Uh, maybe it's because I hit the mic. I don't know. Is that the... That's no sound. Okay, there's sound. Maybe. We'll see. I, I don't know. You guys... Can you hear us now? Can you hear us now is the real question. I guess we'll find out. Um... If you guys are on Instagram Live right now, send us a little uh, yes or no if you can hear us. If not, I don't know what's going on. Instagram has something weird. So um, so anyways, back to Robbie Bell and Justin C. This has got to be one of the funniest things of the year. And then Mark Tilly, who I believe is 40 years old, if I'm not mistaken, Nick? Uh, yeah, he's recently uh, 40 plus, so. So he's 40 years old. He's probably just as fast as, uh, as uh, what's his name, uh, Robbie and Justin? At, at certain tracks, yeah. Um, I think Mark's got, uh, got the advantage. <laughs> Dude, the, I swear, the guy's gotten faster as he's gotten older. Every year he's, he somehow finds seconds or minutes. I don't know. Just, <laughs> just more and more time. Is he the new Gordon Ward? I, it's, it's a very good possibility. He needs to grow his hair out and... Uh, just to, um, you know, do, I don't know, 14 races every weekend? <laughs> 14 races every weekend. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's jump bases here because I believe Robbie Bell has kind of got Justin covered, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I believe so. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm always rooting for Justin, but yeah, I think, uh, I think Robbie's putting it to him at enough races this year and then with that uh, DNF at... Havasu, um, I think uh, I think Robbie's got got the championship in hand and can can claim to be the uh, the fastest uh, vet, uh, fastest team manager, fastest I don't know. Oh yeah, me mentor, something like that. Oh my God! Here we go with another phone call. Sorry yeah, guys, I got to get this on mute. That, that uh, guy. So uh, we're gonna have a new segment. I'm gonna have a segment every week. Uh, Baja Bound Insurance came on as one of our sponsors. Uh, it was pretty cool. They reached out to me when I made a post on Facebook. So uh, if you're traveling to Baja, remind yourself you need to have insurance. Baja Bounds, your one-stop shop for needed insurance bundles. Make sure you give them a call or simply go to their website at BajaBound.com and get a quote today. Baja Bound, your traveling guide for your next adventure. So uh, Nick, if you're going to Baja, if you ever go to Baja, where are you going to go? Um, probably to a taco stand first. But definitely to Baja Bound Insurance. All right, perfect. So I'm going to call this the, uh, this is going to be called the Baja Bound Amateur Spotlight of the weekend. Um, I think this is a really good fit for, uh, you know, the Amateur Spotlight. And it, it's, this is going to change every single race. We're going to have multiple spotlights. But I'm going to go with Michaela Nielsen. Yep. Uh, I met Michaela, God, when she was probably 10 or 11 years old. On 65s. Uh, she had just actually jumped to an 80. Oh, she yeah. was at Paris Raceway. She was training with Mike Craig mm -hmm. at the time. And she was in the group, and she was the fastest in the group. She would beaten all the boys. Yeah. And things haven't changed because she evidently she's fitting to that 125 or 150. I'm not 100% sure. But she is absolutely shredding. Yeah, um, I, I also raced a 125 this weekend, and she may or may not have had faster lap times, um, but I, I can neither confirm nor deny this. Confirm or deny. Well, uh, she's kicking these boys' ass out there. Yeah. Uh, results, though, she got the overall, but so she did get the overall. I, I believe so. I, I think she won the overall in the, uh, the earlier race, yeah. Wow, so good for her. Uh, Michaela Nielsen, she's an up-and-coming uh, lady. Uh, I believe you're going to see her 
at some point on a factory motorcycle. I mean, honestly, she's the next step for the women class, I believe. Yeah, we, we were trying to get her on the Kill Martin, but uh, she's got uh, school and life stuff coming up that, uh, you know, um, takes precedence over uh, over racing. And it's it's good that, you know, they have that focus of, you know, life racing isn't necessarily <laughs> all that matters in life. There's other things. And so it's uh, it, it's good to see. But, yeah, they uh, she's definitely got a bright future if she chooses to keep racing. I 100% agree with that. She's uh, she's got a good family. Um, you know, her dad's a really nice guy. I've only met her dad, and he's been a super super nice guy, always welcoming, and obviously her as well. She's she's something for the kids to look up to, and you know, she's she's definitely doing a good job. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So the Baja Bound uh, Amateur Spotlight's gonna go to Michaela Nielsen again. Congrats. Uh, keep it up. You got two rounds left, and you're gonna wrap up another championship. Uh, a couple championships. A few, yeah. She's got, I think she's going to wrap up about three. So um, our video ended up there. So sorry, Instagram Live. Uh, we apologize. Um, we're going to switch a little uh, verses. Uh, Nick, I want to get into the Kilmartin Racing, first of all. Yep. Um, but first, I got to know, Nick, how, when, and where did this kill martin racing thing kick up for you because you've kind of it's, just put your reins in there and now you're taking kind of over no i'm not taking over i am simply are you uh, sure I, I am simply um helping john when he's too busy to uh, do it himself um, and what ways uh well mostly being able to spell check my own emails okay that's kind of the, the big one that's kind of my <laughs> my overall uh, duty yeah um, just make sure the emails are uh, written in a way that they're legible right um, but uh, you know uh, I, I'm doing what I can to help out John with you know setting up the pits um, making sure that the uh, all the riders have what they need if they uh, you know need any parts ordered during the week make sure that the they get to them on time um, you know graphics parts tires um, just uh, kind of all the, the background stuff that uh, keeps the, the guys moving forward and so that they right. don't have to you know, take time out of their day to, to work on getting parts. Getting parts. So John Kilmartin, a uh, little backstory on him. I mean, he literally came out of nowhere. I, him and Connor, yep. his son Connor Kilmartin, uh, they were training with Kelly Ante. They were racing motocross, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure Kelly and Josh, they kind of said, hey, why don't you come race uh, Elsinore GP or something? Or it's, Yeah, I don't remember um, what their, their first introduction to off-road stuff was, but yeah, they uh, pretty much um, came over from moto and haven't looked back other than, you know, every once in a while going, going out there for a fun ride here and there, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, it's been 100% since they've gone off-road, I think, four years ago now yeah years and they're fully i mean you guys are fully committed now you guys have established your guys itself as a race team mm -hmm. you've got really good guys that are racing for you and i it, what it what it seems like is you guys are only getting bigger now for next year i mean going into 2022 mm -hmm. there's going to be what you guys have posted on social media you're going to have a husky gas gas and a ktm team yeah so we're gonna have uh two oh, at least two guys on uh, on each team mm -hmm. um and then uh so you know a couple couple new faces to the the kilt martin camp a couple familiar ones okay um so colton lauren will be uh sticking around um new guys uh justin uh F. yep heft uh redondi um do you want to tell us who's going to be on what team so we all sure. know here sure 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 on the on the gas gas, we have uh, Giacomo Redondi and Lauren Woods. Um, and then on the Huskies, we have Justin Heft and Cayello. And then on the KTMs, we're going to have uh, Colton Eck and Connor Eddy. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So Connor's going to fill the KTM spot then over there. Yeah, he's still going to be in the expert class, but okay. we're going to move him on to a, a 250 and kind of um, try, try and guide him and grow him. So gro you're going to groom help groom him up. Yeah, do do what we can. Um, you know, we see uh, we see potential there, and so it's uh, it's always easier to uh, to try and uh, um, grow with someone than mm -hmm. it is to bring someone in fresh once they've already 
uh, reach that level. Reach so. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of cool. So you guys are going to be taking on, let's see, the work series, I'm assuming? Yep. Works and uh, National Grand Prix. National Grand Prix. Okay. And then is there going to be any external team stuff, like outside oh, of? Always. Always. Between, uh, you know, um, our, our Instagram is always going. So that's kind of the, the main <laughs> uh, external theme, team thing. But no, we're going to do the Endurance Series, um, 6, 10, 24 hour. Training champs. Um, oh yeah, gotta gotta defend the title one more year. There you go. Um, hopefully get that twenty four hour win. <laughs> I know. Um, Son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, I can't believe it. You know how many years that we've been going after that and that mother effort. Uh, Fourteen years. Fourteen years. So I, I'm I'm relatively on the same schedule as you because we've raced together for so many years. And damn, damn it, man, Trevor Hunter, dirt bike test mm -hmm. of uh, Thomas Dunn. Duh. Tyler Belknap yeah. and Chance Fullerton. Yeah, ragtag team of, of people. Just, I just misfits. Know. Yeah. Young kids yeah. beating Come out of nowhere. the Stover, the Eck, the Redondi, and uh, RJ Wageman. And Wageman. Yeah. <laughs> How can you go after that team? I mean, God, what um, a kick in the balls. I'm, I'm betting on uh, Sabotage because I believe uh, Hunter took our bike that, smore, <laughs> that morning for uh, a photo shoot. And so. I'm thinking, I'm thinking sabotage. That's, sabotage. That's really all I can come up with because otherwise hey. it was solid, solid team. Hey, you know what? Those kids, they're good young kids. I love each and every one of them. Uh, they, no, they, 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 they rode great, and uh, they, they. You see that over I, there in the I, corner? What's that? That's the first place trophy that Tyler Belknap has yet to have. Ah. So you're looking at it. I don't like it very much. You don't like it very much, yeah. No, but these kids, good for them. Good on you guys for winning the championship. And then uh, what – so I know this year you guys had uh, Hayden mm -hmm. and uh, Trevor who they're they're on their course to regain their championship as well. Yeah, it's going to be uh, – I mean, they got one race left, and it's pretty much winner take all. Um, well, there's two different – championships within it it's the the maxis championship and then the overall best in desert championship mm -hmm. and so uh with the maxis championship it's is winner take all for i believe it's an eight grand purse and then you know the the prestige that comes with that um and that will uh that is between themselves and then um joe watson and zane roberts right um and then on for the best in desert championship they have the points lead right now and it depends on um how everybody finishes but uh you know it's better to make the math easy and to go out and win it um and that is against um jeff true love and uh jeremy Newton. jeremy Newton, thank you okay yeah. so they're in the championship with those two guys mm -hmm. which will be a good race we'll see how what they do in cal city because this is all new best in the desert race um obviously that that uh, that money purse is kind of where I would want to be. Yeah. Uh, you want to be in that hunt. I mean, obviously, that's what drew me to the series this mm -hmm. last year. Um, good for these guys. Hopefully, they get the, get it done because I'd like to see them get it. Right. They don't need uh, – the paid beta guys don't need to be yeah. making any more money than the guys that – are out there giving it at all, not saying anything about those guys are good guys. Yeah, they're so. privateers with uh, with real real life jobs. With real life jobs, and they have uh, some some support from you know obviously you guys are with the motorcycle and whatnot. Yeah, yeah so. but you know mo most of their support is uh, mom and dad and what what they can you know not not scratch together, but what they put together for themselves. And so it's a uh, it's pretty close to a true privateer effort and. Uh, we're, we're lucky enough to support them, um, you know, with what we can. It's a true route. It's a true roots of motorcycles. So, mm -hmm. of motorcycle racing. And good for those guys. Um, yeah, so tune in. Was that next weekend? Uh, yeah, this weekend coming up. And oh, this weekend coming yeah, up. So, they, they should be wrapping up that title. And then uh, Shane Logan will be out in Oklahoma trying to wrap up his title, too. For Western West, Hair Scrambles? West Hair Scrambles Pro 250 class. Pro 250 class. I so where's he going to be next year? Because you didn't say. Yeah, I hear you didn't say his name in there. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, we uh, we're trying to find a spot for Shane. Um, it might end up being on the uh, Three Brothers Brigade team, um, which Brandon Gravely is gonna, also going to be moving to. Oh, uh, the Brigade team. Mm -hmm. um, but it depends. You know, there is uh, going to be winning winning this this title and right. uh, 
guys. So that that'll definitely put them on the radar for for some teams. So you know, at, unfortunately, currently what we can offer him may not be as much as what other people can. Right. And that's just where that's just how this off road industry is. I mean, honestly, there's minimal support, and uh, if you get support, be happy that you got some. Oh yeah, so. and anything's anything's super welcome. I, I remember uh, you know when we were growing up racing the 250 class, and you're like, oh, I killed it this year. Next year is going to be easy to get support, and you're like, right. oh, lost a gear sponsor, lost uh, <laughs> this, lost that, an oil sponsor. Oh damn, uh, fuel sponsor. All right, right, like so. I know it's good. I think off road's in the right track. It's good to see that for sure. Um, dude, I totally, totally went over this. I totally messed up, and I don't want to leave the ladies out. Shifting right back into back to Shamrocks real quick. Uh, Brandy Richards took home the win. Caitlin Jacobs in second, and Lauren Woods in third. I know Lauren Woods is one of your riders. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be racing on the Kilmartin Gas Gas next year again. Yep. Yep. And uh, uh, Caitlin Jacobs, I mean, she's she's really uh, she's come out of nowhere and she's gone. She's going fast. I mean, she's going pretty fast. Yeah, she's she's putting in the work this year and it's showing. She's uh, you know she's determined to try and get up there to where Brandy's at, and um, it's uh, I, I think it's good that there's you know um, you know at, at least at this point Brandy is doesn't have uh, too much pressure. But, right. you know, in the future, uh, Caitlin will be there. Just she's got to, you know, make sure not stay, not get injured and just keep keep pushing forward. Yeah, absolutely. And she's doing a really good job. I mean, obviously, the points kind of show where they're at. I mean, Brandy's an animal. Yeah. She's going, she's she, going so fast. Yeah. Uh, she, she went by me right at the tail end of the 250s. And I thought she started on the 250 line because she had already passed a couple of those boys. There you go. So, yeah, she's uh, she's gnarly. She's gnarly. Awesome. Well, yeah, good for them. I just wanted to reiterate to them. I'm so sorry. We'll get you guys in the first part next time, and I apologize. Um, Nick, uh, what else can you give us for next year? What are you guys looking forward to the most, and what are we going to see if anything new from you guys, I know you guys already expanded your team. Mm-hmm. You guys are gonna be racing kind of the similar series, and you guys are your Husky team is motocross kids. Oh yeah, and they're gonna be racing full race yeah. schedule next year. Yeah, well, Kai Kai had a, a full year this year to to learn similar to Colton, you know, kind of get the the ins and outs of what each uh, each location has to offer and kind of what to look out for. Um, Justin raced three rounds earlier in the year and then just came back for this one um so he you know he he was running up front uh for well all three of the those that he did previously and then this round his speed was there early on and then he kind of dropped off the pace but you know he's been on the bike for two weeks two weeks yeah so he hasn't had a lot of a lot of time to get his training in and um toughen up those hands which uh, ended up being a problem towards the end of the race yeah, the uh, the the, uh, the moto blisters come and uh, they, you stop riding at that point. I mean, he ran third for more than half the race this mm-hmm. last weekend. Obviously, you can tell after his pit, he uh, he dropped it down a little bit, but you know he's still riding really well. Uh, I look forward to seeing more of him uh, here in the future. I mean, he's gonna ride. I I think he's gonna shock a lot of people next year, um, and obviously Kai as well. Kai's been, uh, you know, he's had a he's had a, a real tough year. Um, I know he lost his dad, mm-hmm. so um, I know Kai's gonna definitely. I mean, you see him at Kawia quite a lot, Paulo a lot. He's got skills, he's natural talent, and maybe this off road thing is gonna be good for him. He might he might be able to pick this up real quick. Yeah, I think so. And um, you know, having a bunch of fast guys all working together for a common goal, I think. Yeah, I think it'll be really good for everybody involved. Um, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, Redondi has a, a really good technical background coming from world enduro and right. these other guys have a moto background. So they're teaching, uh, um, Redondi things and he's teaching them how to go over <laughs> yeah. rocks. So it, it, it works both ways. <laughs> it's a, it's good. It's good. You guys have a good atmosphere going over there. Um, kudos to John Kilmartin. I mean, honestly, guys like him keep our sport going forward and that's what we need in this sport obviously you know you're not going to become a millionaire at this racing thing but guys like him give these kids opportunities and rides and this is really cool 
Uh, we look forward to 2022 with Kilmartin Racing. You look for those guys. They're going to be the team that's the biggest team out there. They're going to have quite a few guys. But, you know, if you ever, guys, if you guys ever need me, Gas Gas, Husky, KTM, feel free to stop by. I'm sure they'll help you out. They can point you in some direction. It may not be the right direction, but it'll be a direction. A yeah. direction. And it's good. It's good to see this. Um, Nick Stover, I want to get your... Your perspective here. We're going to be jumping into uh, the Ball Hall 1000s coming up. Uh -huh. Obviously, this is would be my forte, I would say. Um, but, Nick, you're an outsider on the off-road world as it comes to score. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure you've raced a score event. I have not. I'm not sure you've raced in Baja. Not at all. Okay, so this year, obviously, you've seen the shenanigans that's gone on with with, uh, with Derek Ossebauer and the 5X and the Champion I, Adventure guys. I, I saw there were some penalties handed out and... I still don't fully understand it, but I, yes. I did a, a little bit of my own research as far as why the penalty was there, and I can understand it to an extent. But yes. yeah, it's uh, um, there. There, I still have some questions. Okay, so just to fill in you guys that want to listen to this Baja stuff, uh, Derek Ossebauer, five X machine, uh, started the year San Felipe two fifty, winning solo two hundred fifty miles, Nick. If you've ever been to San Felipe, it's not the desert you want to go and ride in. Uh, Six-foot whoops, uh, rocks embedded in those whoops. Sometimes you can see, sometimes you can't. You should just go around them. Uh, yeah, you can't. <laughs> They're rocks. Uh, we got sand washes with rocks in them that you cannot see, and you want to go fast, and you hit one, you're like, what the hell did I just hit? I, I've seen plenty of video of... Uh, you know, guys down in San Felipe that they're like wide open, skimming whoops. And you're like, yeah, that's sick. And then you see another video like a quarter mile later, and they're just going over the bars, you know, feet up in the air, flying W style. So uh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I've heard plenty of stories from San Felipe and how it's uh, it, it's less than uh, a desirable uh, location. Location, race. right, right. So <laughs> it's not very fun, but kudos to Derek. He started this thing as a dream. Uh, as a dream thing for the year and look it's kind of turned into all right so he wins the first one he goes to the second one he brings you know i would say he brings in colton udall uh we get a few more sponsors he brought myself onto the team um first mistake for yeah that's your first mistake yeah <laughs> you know uh we go and we race you know in the first hundred miles we have a big lead. Mm -hmm. Give it to Colton. Colton extends that lead. Give mm -hmm. it to Derek. Derek's extending that lead. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we got hit with a time penalty on what I call a bullshit penalty. Very, very fair, fair penalty. Yeah. You, you win by 20 minutes <laughs> and your penalties add up to 22 seconds of losing time. I just at some point I just gotta say what the hell yeah. you know yes I'm gonna give it to Derek uh, he did miss a VCP we had some speeding penalties we get second so moving along from that I don't even want to talk about that we get second mm -hmm. uh, we go to the Baja 400 another sweep honestly these guys Colton and Derek split up 200 200 miles a piece mm -hmm. these guys kill it okay everyone's seen the video. Yeah. Of what happened. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm being biased here because I'm a part of this organization and part of this team. Not the organization. I'm part of my team. Right. And they hit us with a 10-minute penalty for that. Uh, yeah. As an outsider, seeing that video and you know knowing the, the risks that are involved with it, it seems it, it seems like overkill. Yes. Um, it wasn't intentionally unsafe. Right. If, you know, and especially compared to some of the other things that you guys face down in Baja, it's you're going through a pit where you know there's other people and all of a sudden... There's not... Yeah. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It's, so I don't... I, I understand why it... You know, somebody could feel that it's super... You know, it, it needs to be penalized. Right. But I don't... I don't feel like there was a fair penalty to assess to you guys for the danger factor that was it present. is being present and i just want to reiterate on that i'm i'm not trying to be biased kudos you know obviously to shane redline the 22x guys chris phillips who's leading that effort they've been there they finished their races they're getting second at you know third at one of the rounds but second but 
the reason why I'm a little upset about this is it's a speed zone, okay? You're making a right onto the speed zone. There's two guys that were in on this on this uh, racer brief saying that it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. Right. That we're in a speed zone, and you guys you turn around and you do that. Yeah, it's wrong. They shouldn't have done that. You know, backwards on the course, it states the rule book states. I get it, and and I just want to reiterate that. I understand the rules. I understand what's going on, but you're not going to draw professional racers to Baja when you're giving these BS penalties. penalties like this. This is not good for the racing sport, and it's just going to shrink. Unfortunately, it really is. Yeah, and it, it I, I don't know if there's a precedence of people going backwards on the course, especially in a, a similar situation to that. Hmm. Um, there's plenty. All right. Did they get a 10-minute penalty? Well, did you have a video? That's the thing. Because now they're just taking all these spectator videos, who these videos so happen to be a uncle of one of the racers on the other team. Sounds very GMCC-like. It sounds very... Well, I don't want to touch on that subject. Uh, anyways. Anyways, <laughs> I, I could go on about this. Let's just get to the ball 1000 because I could literally open up a can of worms and I don't want to be... You know, these people are good people, so... Anyways, so the Baja 1000, we have SLR Honda coming back. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the points race is between the 5X and the 22X. Derek Osavauer, Colton Udall tackling 1,200 miles. That's insane. Um, I just want to drop a little brief here. Champion Adventures, they have a raffle bike Ooh. up for sale. So if you got a $100 spare, Nick, do you have a $100 spare? I already did. Okay, so I've already spent my hundy. Nick Stover already spent uh, your hundy, but if you haven't already, make sure you buy yourself a raffle ticket for one of the best 450X race bikes out there today, equipped with only race-winning products to produce race wins. Each raffle ticket bought goes towards this year's Baja 1000 effort. Did you know that, Nick? I did, and that's why I bought a ticket. There you go. So, so you guys know this is a self-funded effort. Uh, also, your effort or your ticket that's bought goes to the all-new movie premiere that just came out, the desert, uh, the the desert said dance, uh, in what uh, I saw you there the other night, quite, but quite a fine film. Quite a fine film. Um, you get that entry. This is going to be held at Pelter Winery on December second, where you're going to be able to see the winner of the race bike and the two-hour featured film with. Colton Udall, Forrest Mitchenton, Derek Ossebauer, and yes, yes, your host, me, myself, Nick Garvin. Do, do I get one? Uh, yes, I believe it's going to be a full catered event. All right. And uh, yeah, so make sure you guys get that $100 ticket. But Nick, where do you see this Baja 1000 going? They're going, it's a peninsula run this year. Uh, you know, the Mark Samuels, Justin Morgan, Kendall Norman, and Brandon Pareto team. That's it's, a pretty good effort. It's a strong team. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that we're going to see them kind of, uh, take the lead and, you know, um, lead everybody around, show them the way to do it. But yeah, I think that uh, everybody's eyes are going to be on the 5X and the 22X since that is for the championship. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's Baja. It's Baja. It, it, it's going to, it's going to be wild. And, you know, Derek and, uh, Colton by fighting off that much, it'll be really interesting, but you know, they, um, they're, they're experienced. They know what they're getting themselves into. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see how it turns out for them. But um, I, I have faith in them. There we go. That's it. Faith. I just want to bring something up real quick. I mean, Mark Samuels, he knows what he's doing, obviously. I mean, him and Colton ran a team, Ox Motorsports, for quite some time. He's obviously learned from the best guys. He's surrounded by the, He was surrounded by one of the best guys in Ba. And then you have Johnny Campbell, who's helping that effort out as well, who I'm sure Mark and Johnny have had numerous talks about Mexico and whatnot. Um, this is going to be a close race. I mean, these guys, they're running a Gen 2 motorcycle. We have to remember. Now, that Gen 2 motorcycle's only gone 895 miles in a loop race. Right. This is 1,200 miles straight. The lights are going to be on at 2 a.m. They're going to come off again. Then they're going to be on again. Anything can happen in this 1,200-mile race. Uh they have a lot of electronics going on. There's a FI unit on this motorcycle. Now, this Gen 1 motorcycle, 
Gas powered, baby. I mean, they're all gas powered, but there, there's a lot less to go wrong on the Gen One. And what I mean is carbureted. Hey, I, I know what you're saying, buddy. I okay. know what you're saying. Good. That little, little natural aspiration. Natural aspiration. So this but, should be an interesting race. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the Gen Two. I don't know. Um. I haven't ridden a Gen Two out in the desert to see what the the frame characteristics are like, but that that Gen One is easy. She it's is, clutch. She is easy on the body. You know, when you got HM suspension on there too, it does help out a lot with the kit stuff. So I, I have ridden their stuff. It's, the, yeah. it's good. It'll it'll get it'll get you through the night of a twenty four hour. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. No, no, Brandon Peterson over there. He works real closely with uh, with uh, Colt Newdall, obviously, and the specs on these bikes are perfection. Uh, obviously, the Gen One has come a long ways over the years, and I'm, we're definitely looking forward to it. A uh, little bit of notables going into the race: 308X, 48X guys, Baja Bound Insurance Race Team, uh, Justin Schultz, Ryan Liebelt, both leading their classes, um, undefeated, and uh, they're looking on. They're looking to get another championship in the Score Series. Uh, it's really cool to see these guys. Um, obviously, you know, obviously being friends of the show. I've, they're, they're solid dudes. Um, yeah, Justin reached out, wanted me to come ride Baja, and I had to make up a race and tell him I was doing that instead. So, um, if anybody knows of any other race going on that weekend, I'll have to do it to, uh, to so I don't feel bad about telling Justin. Ah. That. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that's they're 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 definitely the favorites for their classes. Yeah, and I mean even overall they they've been pretty successful in the past so right. it's always fun to see how far up those guys end up but it doesn't hurt when you have shane esposito on your team either so uh <laughs> just kidding um also in the pro limited class uh, i believe chris gill um that team has kind of come up this year with the uh surrounded a little bit around Derek. um and now he's kind of gone off on his own with chris uh chris is doing a full effort this year um, if you've ever seen Element, Heat, and Air, those guys, uh, he's out there. He's racing quite a bit. Um, he's got a uh, Kieran Naren, obviously mm -hmm. Nick Stover. You know who he is. I do race with him quite a bit. Uh, he's uh, uh, he's actually turning into a, quite the Baja racer himself. Um, I'm not really sure who else. I think Kevin Murphy's racing, who's another Baja guy. He's he's part of that. He was part of that SRT effort quite a while ago. Um, and I'm not sure if. The Frolics are going to be involved or whom his team is going to consume of. But uh, I know he's got AHM factory services prepping that 450X again, that Gen 1. Those guys look to have a solid race, and I think they're going to wrap up their first championship as well. Nice. What's, uh, what's the difference between the, uh, the limited... Uh, so there's, it's not there. It used to be 350 and below. Oh, okay. So now it's... It was like a... Uh, it's a Pro 2 class. Gotcha. Now. So basically the Pro 2 guys. Gotcha. All right. So they race the same They race the same course, the whole right. thing. They start, by, I think they start behind the Pro Quads. Ooh, that's rough. That sucks. Yeah, I, I've hit a couple couple good-sized rocks behind quads, and I don't like, I don't like following quads. Yes. Yeah, they're just, a, they're just dust makers, man. Yeah. They really are. They're just dust makers. But some of those guys go fast, though. Dude, they should throw some like water tanks on them and have little sprinklers off the back to cut down on dust. Well, that would be too kind of them. Dude. I know, but I'm just saying they're out there. They might as well water the. Course. They're bouncing around like bobbleheads out there, bro. Well, the water will hold them down. <laughs> like, what do you think? 70, 80, 100, 120 gallons? Fuck. Who knows, dude? Fucking a. Something to hold it. This fucking quads, man. I'll tell you what. There's something else, but uh. So yeah, that's about it for Score International. Uh, wrapping this up here. Um, we should see it in the next few weeks. It should be interesting um, how this pans out. We've got. Prospectors uh, coming up next here. Yep, in Blythe. In Blythe, and then quick turnaround. We're going to be in Delano for mm -hmm. SoCal's Big Six, where we wrap up the championship. Um, where, who, who are we going to see in the next few rounds really shine a light? Maybe get a podium. Maybe get some race win. Who knows? Let's you know. Yeah, I mean, um, Blythe will be interesting. It's uh, I haven't personally been there. I think we've. The works has run it once, maybe twice. I think once. Okay. A double header, I believe. Um, it was a double that's, header. That's right. And uh, it's a um, 
from what I hear, it is sand, similar to Mesquite. <laughs> yeah. So I would expect to see Dante up there. Um, I mean, Cole did really well at, the, at Mesquite, so he's, right. he's going to be up there to uh, a force to reckon with. Um, you know, uh, Red is always a uh, he. He likes the sand, so and that's he trains a lot on that that real soft deep sand. So, that deep stuff, yeah. Um, you know, Dalton. Dalton's a, a sand rider. Um, Dalton Shirey, that's yeah. right. He's a sand rider. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Justin does. Justin, um, you know, get his feet wet in, in that deep sand, but he's used to that supercross sand, so you know, it might it might work out to his his advantage. We'll see. Yeah, I'd like to see Justin Hoff. Um, you know, I'm expecting maybe Trevor Stewart to lead some laps, get out front, get back to his rare form that he does have. I know he does. Um, it would be really cool to see him up front. Maybe. And maybe, 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 maybe we see Giacomo get mm -hmm. up front as well. It would be cool to see him lead some laps as well. Um, Dalton as well. I mean, these guys are, they're on the bubble. They're so close. The, the, the difference between, you know, fifth now and winning is a minute over an hour and a half race. I mean, the, over the course of an, I mean, li listen, the fast, the fastest pro on the last lap of the race was Giacomo. On the last lap, he threw down the fast lap. Um, well, he couldn't. He couldn't let the two fifty speed him. They were chasing him. Well, Colton Eck was yeah. a second off of him, so that just goes to show you how fast they're pushing this because they're ranging twenty five seconds in 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 the end here. So, um, Pro two fifty. Uh, this is a fast racing class. Obviously, I expect to see Mateo back up front. Um, Mason Ottisberg. He seems to do well in the sand, mm -hmm. and then obviously. Uh, uh, Talon LaFontaine hopefully get back to his winning ways or at least be on the podium. I know he just needs to finish this out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, he's got enough of a points lead now. It's it's just a matter of make, make sure the bike gets to the finish and call it, call it a day, call it a championship. And maybe that's just their plan because, I mean, he has had a few bike mechanicals in, in the past. Mm -hmm. And maybe he is just taking it easy on that motorcycle to get it into the finish. It, who knows? We'll see. And, um, a, a kid I didn't get actually to touch on was uh, Angus Reardon. Mm -hmm. uh, he's young. He's fast. He's RPM KTM guy. This might be the opportunity for him to maybe get a race win. Yeah, he, he, do, he does really well in the sand races. Yeah. Um, both the races that we had at Mesquite this year, he, he was third, I believe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know it's uh, it, it's very possible that, that he notches his first win, um, and, but I I hear he's going back east next year. So oh, he's going to GNCC. That's, that's what I heard. That makes sense. Uh, I believe Mike Hubert's based out of the East Coast and mm -hmm. somewhere in Indiana, I want to say, or wherever wherever KTM used to be in the East Coast. Uh, KTM used to be on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. They had a big headquarters. They had a factory back there and a factory over here. Um, so who knows? I, I, I just he's he's just go he's fitting into the fast pace of the West Coast style off road out yeah. here. Why would you drop that? I mean, why? I don't know. I, I don't know what the deciding factor is on that. But uh, you know, um, if he does decide to go back there, wish him well and hopefully represents the the west coast well yeah i mean honestly these kids seem to do well no matter where they go right uh they're doing a good job this year obviously and uh they're gonna do a good job the rest of their their career these kids are they're fast they're young they're getting the experience now mm -hmm. these are these are going to be some of the names that are going to be up on top so um maybe someday they'll be fast enough to qualify for isde we'll see <laughs> maybe i'm pretty sure they could get in without a heartbeat <laughs> uh, i mean these guys are that fast so <laughs> Um, good to see them, uh, doing well. And, uh, wow, Nick Stover, 53rd overall this weekend. Good job, buddy. Uh, yeah, fuel pump was given out, so she was rough. But I will say ninth overall on a 125 on Saturday's race. I'm pretty, oh. pretty pumped on that. Ninth one. overall in the AA race? In the AA race. Look at you go, buddy. You're yeah. just going so much faster out there on the 125. On the 125, yeah. Anything else, it doesn't work out that well, but the 125 is... <laughs> His prime time. Yeah, apparently I, I missed my calling. <laughs> I'm out there looking like Nick Garvin, just yeah, downshifting for no reason, right? No, dude, the shifter's there. You got to use it. Why not, right? Pinging off of all rev limiters. Um, 
Right on, Nick. Well, I want to thank you for coming out here and doing this. This is our first go about. Obviously, we're going to do better in the future. We're going to work on, you know, having different segments for different topics. Nick, if there's anything you want to drop in there, please go ahead. I, I got nothing. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, inviting me out. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to go sit in some California traffic now and uh, try and make it home. Uh, that's the 91 traffic, by yes. the way. Uh, it's all of Southern California. But, yes, the, uh, the infamous <laughs> 91 where I will be going three miles an hour. Right on. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, you guys heard it here first. Um, we're going to be doing our next uh, podcast here next week, hopefully touching base on what we have going on. Um, if you guys want to follow us, um, I'm not going to start a new Instagram page. Follow us, you know, Nick Garvin 949 Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you guys want to hear. Let me know some segments. If you guys have any segments you want to, you know, drop in there, I'd be happy to do some stuff like that. Obviously, uh, you can follow me on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Email me. <laughs> email me at ktmgarvin at hotmail.com. That is from 10 years ago, and it's still going strong. So, yeah, where my heart is, right, Nick? Yes. Um, so, yeah, you guys, uh, if you guys want to do that, uh, again, big shout-out to all of our sponsors. Uh, yes, I have more than three. Uh, Baja Bound Insurance coming on. Uh, again, uh, we have Baja Bound, City Service Paving, MGB Construction, hey. uh, and uh, obviously we have, uh, last and not least, why am I drawing a blank on this stupid name? Oh, Pit Stop Wash and Clean. If you guys need a car wash, make sure you guys hit up myself because I can get you guys on the books and we will get you in there. Thanks for listening to this awesome radio show and uh, that's it for me. Nick, all good here. Yeah, everybody have a good day. All right, thank you guys. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.